0: Hi welcome back to Cycling Talk podcast with me Georgia Mahoney. Today I'm joined by road and cyclocross rider Sophie Thackeray. I spoke to Sophie the day after she finished the tour series with her new team Cam's Basso Bikes. Thank you for joining me today Sophie. Hey thanks for having me. What's your first memory of being on a bike?
1: Um I've ridden bikes since I can remember I think my first memories was probably going out as a family we used to have a caravan up in North Yorkshire and um, we used to have this little route that for some reason my granddad called Cresta Run and so there was me my two cousins and one of my brother's friends and then whichever friends we had up for the weekend and we'd all go out on bikes and we kind of started out like sat on the back of my dad's bike and we'd be on the trailer bikes and then eventually it would turn into us, us riding our own bikes around there so that's probably the first memories yeah of riding bikes on my own yeah.
0: So your family was very involved with cycling then?
1: Yeah, um, pretty much my whole family. It's kind of kind of crazy. We've got a right gang of us. Anytime we go to like a national trophy now, um, we're booking a table in the restaurant in the evening for like 21 people. So there's a lot of us that come. But yeah, my dad and all my uncles and stuff, and my, even my mum used to race. So I've just kind of grown up around it. Yeah.
0: What's the first bike that you remember being really excited about? I think the first one I remember being like really
1: excited about, I got it for my birthday and it was um, an isla bike and I remember I was so excited, I think it was about seven or eight and it was one, it was like my first bike with drop handlebars, it was a cross bike but I remember just being so excited because I was like I've never had one before and I'd seen everyone racing on them who was older than me and I was just like so desperate to get one so I think that's probably the bike I'd pick, yeah.
0: Can you tell me about your first race and sort of how you got into racing?
1: Yeah, so I think I was trying to think about this. I was just for my mum because I ca- I can't remember. I've been racing so long, but I think it was probably racing some of the like the Yorkshire Cycross League, um, which I've been doing since I was like five, and I kind of got into it because my dad would be racing, so we'd always go and support him. And then as soon as I was old enough, yeah, I would be straight in there. Always wanted to race. <laughs> I went to my first race. I think when I was like my mum keeps telling me it's like two years. I was two weeks old and we went to the Three Peaks for the first time because it's always like the week just a few weeks after my birthday so yeah I've always been around kind of racing and bike so that's I think that was the first one that I'd done but yeah I can't remember.
0: we part of a local club? Um, no I kind of I went to a few um, sessions
1: as I kind of got into it a bit more when I was older I'd go to like the closer sessions around up on so one of the circuits narrows, but I would never kind of joined a club I always just rode with my my family my dad and my my cousins because I think we were all so into it we'd all just go away on holiday for the weekend and stuff like that and just yes. ride together so yeah I didn't actually join a club mm. Um, just just got into it with my family yeah.
0: And what sort of riding did you do with your
1: family? Um, we did a lot of kind of mountain bike and sort of just off-road riding growing up just anywhere we could go we spent a lot of time up at like Dolby Forest and so started off on kind of like the all the green trails just nice and steady and then yeah as we grew up we kind of rode around a bit more and then started probably riding on the road when I was about I don't know 12 13 and just started going out with dad more and just enjoying that and then yeah that's kind of how that happened but we've always just kind of been off-road and enjoying that yeah.
0: What was your first national race like?
1: My first national race was probably, um, I think it must have been Derby at one of the first national trophies. And I remember I was, it was the first time that I'd done any. So I was, I think I must have been about 12 because I've done them every year since I was 12. Um, And I remember I was like almost last. It was just, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. I was kind of scared about what was going to happen but I absolutely loved it and I think that's where kind of the love for the cyclocross really came out like I was just riding and racing as hard as I could and yeah I just had a good time doing that and then it kind of went from there and I just absolutely loved racing off-road then yeah.
0: I'm actually going to Derby for the cyclocross hopefully this year so it should be cool. Yeah is it your first time doing it? Yeah I I was meant to start doing cyclocross nationals last year but because of Covid I couldn't so Yeah Yeah. I think
1: you'll really enjoy it yeah it's a really good atmosphere and everyone's so friendly at cyclocross races that's what I love about it like it's quite a relaxed atmosphere and everyone's just everyone wants you to do well and it's just nice there's always someone to help and give you advice if you need it so yeah it's really good I think you'll really enjoy it.
0: Can you tell me about riding the interregionals for Yorkshire? Yeah so I raced that
1: was my one of my first nationals I think the year after I did and the national trophy i got um asked to ride in the mountain bike team and i'd never done much mountain bike racing at all so i was really chucked in the deep end with that but i did all four years on the mountain bike and i think i did three years on the road and i really loved being part of the team and we're very passionate where i am about yorkshire (laughs) um my family yeah we're big on yorkshire we absolutely love it so um, it was really cool to get that kit on um, and race for the team and kind of just do the best we could and show off what we could do from Yorkshire because we had quite a few strong teams over the years. So it was really nice. And you always got to go for the weekend with your friends. And when I was younger, we used to go and like, you'd stay in a hotel for the weekend and it was always really cool. And it was kind of like, you got to miss a day off school as well. So that was really cool. And it just felt like you were almost like a little little pro athlete in the making. So yeah, that
0: was good fun. Can you tell me about your first international race?
1: I think one of my first international races that Yorkshire Cyclocross took a trip out to Belgium and so I raced over there for the first time and I remember like the youth races used to be on super early so we'd be warming up like we planned to get to the race I think it was like eight o'clock and it was in November and we got there and it was still dark while we were signing on so we had to wait for it to come light so we could ride around the course and yeah I just remember getting there and just being kind of amazed at like how big the races were. I hadn't done many nationals at that point and so to go and obviously I'd watched a few of the races on tv but to actually be at some of the big races yeah it was really cool and kind of the girls and the boys were all in together so it was a bit of a bit of an eye-opener and fast racing and we used to get pulled out so it used to always just be that you would do like two or three laps and then so it used to just be race as fast as you can and see how much you can do but yeah it was definitely a big shock getting into some of those courses they're definitely very different to at home <laughs>
0: Yeah I've never raced internationally but with the people that I've spoken to they said that the atmosphere is just so different at the cross races in Belgium.
1: Yeah it's it's so cool like there's so many people go and watch and there's always these like big beer tents with people just like dancing and singing and sometimes have a DJ and that's really funny so it was really good after the race to kind of go and have a look at that and just be kind of amazed at what was going on but all of the like fans out there just absolutely love it and everyone wanted to help you do stuff as well which is kind of cool but you'd be like trying to get ready and everyone would be like oh do you need any help do you need anything so mm-hmm. even yeah one of the biggest things was you'd drive up to kind of parking at the race and people would let you park on the driveway and then they'd come out with like drinks and stuff and be like oh do you need anything they'd bring out hose pipes and like let you have a shower in the house and like you would never get that at home so it's just that was a really cool experience
0: yeah <laughs> it's go fun. When was the first time that you represented Great Britain? Um, The first time, I think, was in 2017.
1: Um, In December, they um, took a trip out to do um, two of their kind of C1 races. I think one of them was Essen. And then the week after that, we did Namur. So I got to spend a week out there with the team. And, yeah, that was a really cool, really cool experience um, because kind of like my dad and my uncles had all ridden for... GB before and it was kind of like it was nice for me to do that as well and so yeah it was just it was really special actually to put on to get to wear the jersey because it's always something like you look up to and I'm like oh I wish I could do that when I was younger and then it was a bit surreal yeah to be racing and to be racing at Namur as well was like such a good experience because that's one of like it's one of my favorite races and it's one of the biggest I think on the World Cup scene so to be able to do that like I've never ridden a course like that it was amazing but it was so hard So yeah that was a really good experience to do that definitely.
0: When did you have your first national win? I think my first national
1: win was in
0: 2015 in the January
1: and we'd come back from a skiing holiday actually and I remember we drove back from Morzine and and got straight to the race and I think yeah uh, it was at Derby actually because one year they had it towards the end of the season so it was really really muddy it's not like well it might be really muddy in September but normally it's quite dry so it was different to how it normally is and I just remember yeah just getting back from my holiday and just absolutely like loving riding in the mud again and just I just yeah I just remember going as hard as I could but I kind of couldn't believe that I'd actually won it because it was obviously the first time and I hadn't I'd been up there in a few of them but I hadn't been on the podium so to get that it was yeah it was really special and everyone was so happy I just remember all my parents and stuff like crying and stuff it was really cool yeah.
0: (laughs) What was the first team that you joined? um the
1: first team that I joined was with um Paul Milne's which is a bike shop
0: near where I live
1: and they set up a team and it was me um the first one was me um Ben Turner and Amiramella. Mella um so some like some riders who are doing really well now so that was kind of nice um but yeah it was just a bi- local bike shop that supported us and then let us go to Belgium and give us some trips and then that kind of developed a few years later and we got some more riders like Tom Pickock joined us which was nice and yeah it was just really cool to kind of be in a bit more of a team and get kind of that help and stuff it was nice yeah but again it was like really nice to be just with other riders and just support each other as well yeah it was good
0: that's a pretty cool team to be your first team with all of these big riders
1: yeah it was really cool and it's been really nice to kind of be friends with everyone for so long because that was quite a while ago I think it was about 15 when that was so, yeah, everyone's doing so well now, so it's just really good to see that kind of, that kind of progression in everyone. so, yeah, it's pretty cool
0: <laughs> in twenty fourteen The Tour de France started in Yorkshire. How did it feel to have something that big start so close to home?
1: Yeah, it was really cool. I remember the weekend. Um, and we just had the best time like it started just over the hill from well we went to watch it sorry just over the hill from me so the whole village like walked over the hill and we all went to watching I just remember thinking like wow this is a really cool really cool to see it and just so many people came out and I think it inspired so many people in Yorkshire to race and to ride more and you can I think you could definitely tell after that but yeah for me it was just like so inspiring to see like the best riders in the world riding through and it kind of definitely made me want to ride on the road a bit more. Yeah, it was good.
0: Later that year, you rode the Cyclocross World Cup Youth Race at Coxsider and you won. How did that feel?
1: Yeah, again, that was a really, really cool experience, actually, because I'd never really ridden in the sand much. And obviously, like, if you go to Coxsider, there's a lot of sand. So I remember just being like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what's happening. And just, yeah, trying to learn as quick as we could how to ride in the sand because we have a few sand pits here. But there's nothing like the scale of that. And I just remember even just like, yeah, and I think they're trying to run through the sand and stuff. It's just such a shock to the system. But we had a really cool trip that weekend and raced, yeah, raced quite well. But again, it was when there wasn't much kind of it was very different racing with the girls. So like they didn't have a podium or anything for the girls. It was just like we finished and they were like, Yeah, we'll have the boys on, but not you. So it's like, oh, okay, cool um and there was quite a few girls actually racing but yeah um I'd never like I said I'd never been in the sand before so it was a bit of a shock but you had to learn pretty quickly actually so it's good yeah to take it all in
0: how did your family find traveling to Belgium for the weekend from Yorkshire
1: Yeah, we definitely
0: found it quite challenging because
1: my dad, my mum and dad would always take me, but my dad would be working. So we'd normally leave at like three o'clock on a Friday as soon as I finished school and we'd drive straight down, get the tunnel over late at night and then stay in France, the other side, um, and then drive to the races in the morning. And then uh, Sunday nights after the races, we would drive back. So we'd try and do it where we do two races in a weekend and then come back. But yeah, it was definitely, definitely tiring and not great at going to school on a Monday morning. But it was it was definitely good to get out there. And there's definitely been a few hiccups with the um, the channel tunnel crossings. One year we had to actually sleep in the terminal on the Friday night because there was no there'd been a problem on the tunnel. So we couldn't leave because we wouldn't guarantee we'd get the next one in the morning so yeah me and my friend had to just sleep in the terminal so that was definitely definitely an an experience to be racing the next day we made it to the race with about half an hour to spare but yeah it was definitely a bit stressful but sometimes I think some experiences like that are good and they help you as a bike racer to learn to cope with things that don't always go to plan so yeah it was good.
0: (laughs) In early 2015 you became cyclocross national champion you must have been really happy to win that.
1: Yeah, I definitely was. Um, it was a season where it seems like such a long time ago now, but it was a season where I I'd, I'd hadn't won one of the any of the rounds coming up to it until the one which I said was my first national win, which was the week before that. And I think in all the rounds of the national trophy, a different person had won every round. So there wasn't much expectation on me, kind of. I didn't feel much pressure to do well in the race because I was like, well, everyone pretty much everyone on the front row of the start line had won one of them. So I was like, why can't it be me who wins this one? So, yeah, I just it was at um, Abergavenny in Wales um, and the course is really good. But it was, again, in the National Trophy Series, the boys and the girls used to go off at the same time. And I was the only rider not to get lapped by the boys. So I did a whole lap of the race, knowing that I'd won national champs. And there was just, I just remember there was so much stuff going through my head. Like I didn't believe anyone that was telling me on the sidelines that I'd won. So I was still riding as hard as I could. And then, I, yeah, it was a really long finish straight. And I was like, I don't know if I could take my hands off the bars. Because <laughs> I'd only done it like once. I was like, oh, I can't mess this up. This is like a picture that I'm going to remember forever. But yeah, it was a really good race. And everyone was so happy. Like it was one of the first times that I'd, I'd seen my dad cry because um, he was just so happy and yeah like I said earlier my my dad and two of my uncles so my mum's brother and then my dad's brother had both um, won national champs as a youth so kind of for me to do it as well it was kind of it was just nice yeah it was kind of nice to pass that down so hopefully it'll be on my kids next to do the same.
0: <laughs> You've also had some experience racing mountain bike both nationally and internationally can you tell me some of your highlights?
1: Yeah, so I raced the Mountain Bike National Series here um since I was a youth. And then I kind of stopped that as I was as I got into junior because I focused more on the road. But um I got to go to European champs um in Austria with the team from the East Midlands and that was a really, really cool experience. And I absolutely loved it. Um getting stuck in. And again, it was so different racing abroad on the mountain bike, like everything was just a lot more a lot more technical and a lot harder. But we had I had such a good time and just tried to take in as much as I could. Um, but yeah, I loved racing on the mountain bike actually. Um, I did one race this year, but then I've sort of turned to the road a bit more now, but um, maybe I'll do a few more in the future, definitely. But here kind of all the nationals that I did, I always came fourth. Like I think about five or six nationals I did, I always came fourth. I could never get on the podium. So that's still definitely one of my aims that I'd like to do. <laughs> yeah, I would try and get on that podium, but no, it was, I absolutely loved racing in bike, yeah. In late
0: 2015, 2015- you were riding with your brother when you got hit by a car. Can you tell me about that accident?
1: Yeah, so me and my brother were just out on one of our like, local training rides. It was actually me and my brother and my dad. And we were just going down this hill like we normally do. And um, an old man just pulled his car out. So my dad was a little bit in front, so he just went round, he went round it. And I slammed my brakes, I just remember, and went, hit it side on, because I'd done like, a bit of a skid. And I just remember looking up and seeing the bottom of the car, because it was quite a big car. And at the time, I, I thought he was just going to like crush my legs. Cause I just remember he didn't stop driving when I hit him. He like pulled out and kept going. And yeah, we were really lucky actually. Like my brother just had, my brother weirdly just had this massive cut on his chin. So he was fine. And then, yeah, we kind of had to go to hospital and get all checked out. But yeah, luckily it was all just kind of, there was nothing like really serious going on. So it just took a few weeks to kind of heal up from that. I remember I did try and race one of the national trophies the next day which I I didn't finish and I think that's one of the only races I haven't finished before but yeah I was just so keen keen to get back racing after that but no um luckily we were okay and yeah just now uh, we drive past there, we ride past there still quite a lot and I always for for quite a few years I was like every time a car's there now I'm really scared still but you get past it eventually and it's not too bad but yeah it was definitely a scary experience but I think we've been quite lucky the amount of time that we do go riding on the roads like we haven't had any touch wood we haven't had any bad accidents so hopefully it stays like that yeah mm,
0: yeah in 2016 you had your GCSEs was it difficult managing your education around your training and racing
1: yeah I think doing my do my GCSEs it was it was quite hard but I think I I quite I managed it quite well because I think I work quite well balancing stuff out. So if I'm thinking about my studying, I'm studying. And then if I'm thinking about riding my bike, I'm riding my bike. And I quite like the break that it gives me in between. Um, and I tried to not, at that point, I wasn't taking my riding too seriously. So I was just focusing on, yeah, studying and getting the best grades I could. My mum and dad have always been keen on that, like studying first, bike riding second, which sometimes is not the way I would have looked at it. But I'm glad that they said that now. Um, so yeah it was definitely hard to balance at times but I think I think I did quite well I don't think I would have done any better in my exams if I hadn't have been riding my bike I think riding my bike actually helped me because it gave me that kind of break I don't do very well when I'm kind of thinking about stuff all the time so to have something to take my mind off it definitely helped yeah.
0: and instead of starting sixth form in September like your friends you competed in your first st- stage race before starting sixth form did you always plan to focus more on cycling once you'd finished your GCSEs?
1: Um, No, definitely not. Um, I planned to focus on sixth form, yeah. But I got the opportunity to go to Ireland to do the RAS. Um, so I went there and um, then started sixth form a week late. And I'd actually just, I'd moved to a new school. So I turned up at a new school a week late. I didn't know one person in the school. And yeah, it was definitely an experience, but I think... I'm someone who can cope kind of quite well with that um so it was all right and by a few weeks in I'd kind of made friends and it was fine but yeah I've definitely focused more I'd say on kind of my education more than kind of cycling at times because as I moved from GCSEs to A-levels um I wasn't really ready to kind of take the step up with my cycling like I wasn't I don't think I was strong enough or ready to do that. So we decided to, yeah, focus more on riding my um not riding my bike. That's what I would prefer to do. But um, yeah, we tried to focus more on and making sure that I had grades to kind of back me up if anything did go wrong with riding my bike, which I think now looking back, I'm really glad that we did that and that I listened to my parents, even though I might have argued a bit at the time.
0: You rode toward Yorkshire in 2017. How did you find that experience?
1: That for me was one of the yeah, one of the best experiences that I've had. Um, Any of the of the toddy Ox that I'd done were really cool. But that one, it was kind of the first like big women's race that I'd done. And I would just remember looking around in a bunch. Um, Like I was on the front row at the start and we've got some amazing pictures of that. But just kind of looking around at the riders who you're with and thinking like, oh my gosh, I normally watch these people on TV and now I'm racing with them. And it was just really cool. And it was nice that it was um, like one of my first big races was so close to home because it meant everyone could come and watch me. Um, So yeah it was really special and it definitely inspired me to want to get better and keep going on the road because some of the riders are just so strong and it was just yeah it was an amazing experience.
0: Later on that year you were lucky enough to go to the Tour de Yorkshire route announcement for 2018. How did it feel to be part of that?
1: Yeah again it was really special and I got to kind of I was kind of interviewed on the stage and it was a bit bit kind of out of my depth but I think yeah it was a really good experience to do that and again be around so many big riders and when they announced the route in 2018 um, it actually finished about 500 meters from my school and went past went past my school gates so I think that was kind of a good thing that I could kind of talk about on the stage and give me kind of yeah, something to talk about but again it was a bit scary straight away because the course I remember the second day was just so hilly and when I saw it I was like oh my gosh this is going to be so hard I think because sometimes it doesn't help when you when you live so close because you know the roads quite well and every time every kind of town they went through I was like oh that's really hilly oh that's really hilly but um yeah it was really cool to be part of part of that experience getting to getting to see the announcement yeah it was cool
0: you rode toward Yorkshire again in 2018 did it feel different riding it for the second time and do you enjoy having the races so close to home or do you think it adds extra pressure for you?
1: Yeah, um, it was really cool racing it racing it twice and I think um, the second time I kind of knew a bit more of what to expect but they made it hard because it was two days and the second day was, I remember the first day was quite flat so we are just kind of hanging in the bunch and then the second day I knew that everyone was waiting and it finished on top of the Cowan path which is um about five miles from my house and I knew that everyone was there and so that gave me definitely some extra motivation but I think it added a bit of pressure but I think Mm -hmm. no one was there wasn't any pressure from anyone else it was just I put quite a lot of pressure on me because I didn't want to get there in the broom wagon so yeah I remember going up like one of the last climbs and just being so happy because I knew that I'd like made it to the finish even if I got dropped at that point I was going to get to finish on the climb and it was just it was one of the best experiences to be going up that climb finishing the toddy auction with like everyone that you know like on the sidelines I've got one of my favorite pictures of all time now is like me giving my grandma a high five halfway up the hill and it's just like special memories like that that I'm never going to forget and it was just yeah I was so lucky to get the opportunity to do that and everyone I knew was there and it was just the perfect day, really. Yeah, it was so good. Even now I can still remember how good it was.
0: <laughs> so I know that you've had support from Ride for Charlie, and I've seen on lots of your posts on Instagram that you're wearing a Ride for Charlie jersey. Can you tell me about what Ride for Charlie means to you?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I'm gonna try not to cry. <laughs> um no, Ride for Charlie means a lot to me and my family, because um yeah, our families are really close and we kind of grown up together um, racing like every week, like Charlie's dad raced kind of like my dad did. So, um, yeah, we're quite similar in that we were always kind of at the same races and always, yeah, saw each other on the weekends and stuff. We spent quite a lot of time in Mallorca together as well. I remember we went, we, we were both looking at buying apartments with us at the same time. So that was kind of, yeah, just good memories of being together. And yeah, so it's important for me now to make sure that. I keep riding in the jersey and keep making, yeah, making the memory kind of live on and that kind of people know about it. And I think mm-hmm. it's really nice that we have the jerseys that we can wear. And I get so many people asking me all the time about about them because they are really nice jerseys anyway. And so to kind of tell people about it and share Charlie's story as well. Yeah, I think it's really, really special to do. Yeah, it's lovely.
0: And Rav Charlie supported you several times in cross races in the 2018 cross season. Can you tell me about some of your highlights from that season and about how ride for Charlie supported you?
1: Yeah, so some of the highlights from that season, I think. Um, I was third at Under-23 National Champs. Um, that was really special to be on the podium. It's always good to be on the podium at National Champs and I was really happy with that ride. Um, and I won a couple of the rounds of the National Trophy, which is good. But um, yeah, ride for Charlie supported us by um, take, um, giving us some money and some funding to go out to Belgium again in race and i got the opportunity to do that quite a few times and just to kind of gain as much experience as i could that was really special yeah and we got to go out and do um the race at mall which was when the masters world champs was on Mm -hmm. and nick actually won that race so we got to see that so again that was quite special but yeah just again they just give us the funding and the opportunity to go out to belgium and do do some of the races and gain the experience that i think that like young british people need to get out there and to do well in the races so yeah it was really cool
0: in 2019, you were supported by Scott Bikes. How did that come about?
1: Um, yeah, so Scott had um, a few riders kind of racing the national series, but they didn't have anyone um, in, like, kind of the elite, elite women's, under-23 women. So, um, yeah, I just started talking to them through some people that I knew, and they were really keen to kind of, yeah, get me on board and uh, support me throughout some of the cross races. And then it turned out, actually, into the road season. So yeah I got some support from them which was amazing and the bikes and kit and stuff was just great so yeah it was nice to kind of be in that kit and just kind of racing with the guys and learning a lot from people like Nick and Tony Fawcett as well as winning seems to be winning all kind of vet stuff so yeah it was really cool to kind of have that set up and race with those guys yeah it was good.
0: Can you talk me through some favourite moments from that year's road season? Yeah so I actually had a really good
1: road season that year it was the first time I'd kind of done well on the road and um, I think the first national I got 20th and I was just like amazed and then from there I just yeah it's I kind of got better and better as I went on I think I got a few top 10s in the um, national road series and I got eight for um, under 23 national champs and 17th in the elites so it was yeah it was a really good season and I got to do quite a few big women's races as well I got to do the um, Women's Tour of Scotland um, which was really cool. And that was kind of the last race that we did before before the pandemic. Um, so that was kind of like my last road race up until this year. But yeah, it was a really good, really good season for me. Um, I felt almost a bit of pressure because every race I did, I got I kind of did better in. And sort of towards the end of August, I was like, I can't, I don't know if I can keep going. But yeah, I was quite lucky and I had some good support and everyone was just, yeah, really happy with how I was doing. So it was good. Yeah, I was, I was definitely happy at that time,
0: yeah. So, we mentioned earlier about the Tour de France starting in Yorkshire, but in 2019, the Road World Championships were held in Harrogate in Yorkshire. That must have been amazing to see so many inspiring riders so close to home.
1: Yeah, it was so cool to have them so close because I live about half an hour from Harrogate. So, kind of the few weeks before it, um, you would just be riding out and you'd just see all these like national teams and you'd be like, oh, who's that, who's that? And it was just, yeah, it was so cool to see. And unfortunately, the weather wasn't too good, was it? I don't think Yorkshire was show- Yorkshire was shown how it truly is, which I normally won't admit, so I'm not going to do that again. But yeah, I like to tell everyone the sun always shines in Yorkshire, but I think that weekend proved that it definitely doesn't. But um, yeah, I think the racing was really, really good that weekend and it showed kind of definitely the strongest people won on the day. So it was really good for that. And I just remember standing in Harrogate for hours on the finish line. Me and one of my, one of my friends, we just stood there the whole day on the, on the finish line waiting to get a chance to see the finish. So yeah, that was really special to be there and be part of that. I absolutely loved it.
0: At the start of the cross season, you got to wear the National Trophy Under-23 Leaders jersey for the first time. How did it feel to be able to win that jersey? It was, no, it was really,
1: really cool. Um, I kind of wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting to do as well as I did but I think sometimes that that kind of thought, oh, I always say that. But um yeah, it was really nice to be up there in the kind of the last stages of that race. And I remember there was quite a few of us and then there was a crash. And I luckily just managed to get around it and had a little bit of a gap. And then the last half lap I was just going and remember going as hard as I could um to get to the line. But yeah, it was the first time that I'd worn a jersey. So it was quite special because like I said earlier, i been racing the national trophy series since I was about twelve and I'd won. A few nationals but I'd never had a leader's jersey so to get to wear that yeah it was really special and yeah I, I just remember yeah that was good for yeah
0: and to make your cross season better you became the overall leader of the women in the national trophy and you got to wear the national trophy elite women's leader's jersey
1: yeah that was that was really really special and um I just remember one day I was just packing my kit bag up for a race and I had like the under 23 leaders jersey and the elite leaders jersey. And I was just like, how did this happen? Like, it's just so cool. But yeah, that season was, it was really good. And it gave me a lot of confidence, I think. Um, that I needed, that maybe I didn't have before that season, and just every race I would just yeah go and race my absolute heart out. And I got to wear the um, yellow jersey in York at the last round of the trophy, so that was really special as well because it was close to home, so everyone could come and kind of felt yeah it felt nice that people who'd helped me out in Yorkshire a lot from home could kind of see see me riding in that and see kind of how I'd sort of improved over the years. And there was a lot of yeah the girls who I normally train with some of the younger girls could come and watch and hopefully be a little bit inspired I guess by the fact that like I'd managed to get that jersey because if you knew asked me like a few years before I would have said there's no way I could have managed to do that so yeah it was a really cool experience and I'm yeah I'm really glad that I got to do that.
0: So after the cross season ended there wasn't really much time for racing before COVID fully hit in the UK how did you stay motivated during lockdown? Um, I
1: think I was quite lucky, really, actually, in lockdown because I live right on the edge of the Yorkshire Dales, so I had so many nice roads to go out on. And um, my dad was working from home because he used to work in London Monday to Friday, so he never really got to ride together that much. But since he was working from home, we got to go out quite a lot. And my little brother rides as well, so there was three of us to go out. So we kept getting stopped by the police the first few weeks because you were only allowed to ride in twos. But, yeah, we could get around that because we were family, so it was all right, but... um, no, I just, I think to keep kind of motivated, me and mum were just doing all sorts of stuff. Like I did Joe Wicks every morning and just kind of tried to make a bit of a structure about my day. I'd just like get up, do Joe Wicks, go for a bike ride, come back, sit in the sun for a bit because the weather was really nice in Yorkshire for a change. And yeah, I just kind of stayed motivated and knew that I'd just keep riding my bike and enjoying it and then racing would come back. Um, but it was definitely hard at some points because like I trained so hard. To race and then that didn't happen but it was kind of I just told myself that it was the same for everyone and just yeah did did what I could and try to enjoy the time that I could spend more with my family and riding my bike and yeah I think the first lockdown definitely I almost had a, quite a good time actually being at home with the family it was nice um so yeah I just kind of stayed motivated by just getting on my bike and riding up into Dales for as long as I wanted and just yeah having a good time in Yorkshire really.
0: And you were at uni in 2019 and you mentioned in an Instagram post that you struggled to manage your riding with your schooling and social life and being away from home. But with COVID, you were doing your work at home. Did it make it easier for you to balance everything?
1: Yeah, it definitely made it a lot easier once I'd got home and was able to do that. I mean, I'm doing physiotherapy so it's quite, it's quite a hard degree and it's very practical. So it's not ideal to be doing it at home. But for me personally, it, it made things a lot easier because I struggled being away from home when I was working so hard and trying to balance my training. And just I felt quite isolated at some point. So it was really nice to be back home and just be with like my family who could support me with that. And yeah, I definitely enjoy being at home I think but no it was it was good and I learned learnt a lot about um from doing that and I've got one year left of my degree and then I'm qualified and hopefully can ride my bike for a bit but again I made the decision instead of um after I'd done my A-levels I made the decision to go to uni instead of kind of having a few years to ride my bike just because um we didn't think that I was I wasn't racing at a level where I was kind of gonna make anything out of it at the moment and so my dad yeah was very keen on me having kind of like a backup to go through so I can always race my bike and always ride hard but then in May I'll have a degree to back me up which I think isn't isn't a bad thing even though it's been really really hard and I know the next year is going to be like probably one of the hardest I'm going to do um as soon as I've got to the end of it yeah it'll it'll all have been worth it that's what I'm telling myself anyway.
0: <laughs> you joined the off-road team Garden Shed at the start of the 2020 cross season which has a number of young cross riders and is coached by Nikki Bramier's Medita Coaching. How did it feel to be a part of that team?
1: Yeah it was really really special to be part of the team and it kind of came about because they were sponsored by Scott and so um, it fit quite well that I was already riding all the Scott bikes and stuff and they were really happy for me to join them and yeah everyone in the team was so nice and was really really supportive and that definitely helped. Um, I didn't actually end up doing that many races with them because of, obviously, COVID. I think we did one national trophy and then a couple of rounds um, of, like, the Yorkshire Point Series. But that's it, really. But it was really nice every time we went to the races and stuff. Um, just being part of a team, I think I'd missed that the year before. And I think I'm I'm quite a social person, so being around other people and having a bit of a laugh before the races and stuff definitely makes me happier and I tend to ride better off it when I'm a bit more relaxed sometimes from on my own I kind of think about things a bit too much so yeah it was definitely good to be in with the boys and and Katie but she was kind of down south for the other ones so I only saw her once but yeah um getting in being part of the team and just yeah cheering on other riders as well at the end and stuff it's just nice it felt like a really good setup and everyone was really friendly so it's good yeah
0: how did Nikki Brami's Medita coaching help you throughout your cross season
1: yeah, um Nikki helped me so much throughout the cross season. like I think that was one of the biggest biggest things that helped me that year. Like we only had one national trophy, and I was I definitely brought my best game to it, and I think that was down to Nikki and she gave me a lot of confidence in myself and she helped me a lot on the bike with my training, but she also helped me a lot off the bike. and even like till now, she's helped me out so much, and I think I'm definitely a happier and better bike rider from working with her um so yeah it was really nice because she's someone I guess like you kind of I I heard your podcast with her and you were like she's someone I've I've watched for so long and that's the same with me like she's, she's been such a good rider, and, well, I think she still is, really, but, yeah, she's, she's done so much, and she's won so much, like, she won the two, probably my favourite cross races, like, Namur and Coxider, and, like, they're the hardest, like, World Cups you could win, and, like, she'd done that, but even, like, if you, if I wanted to race on the road, like, she's won, like, like, she's won so much, and she did the Olympics, like, and the mountain bike, she was national champ, like, it's just really cool, and, yeah, so the first few weeks I was working with her, is definitely a bit, definitely a bit, starstruck but, to ever said that but no hope, not listening but yeah just working with her was really cool and she knows so much because she's had so much experience and I think that was definitely something that I took into the races and yeah it definitely gave me the edge and even now I can still take so much from that time I was working with her yeah it was really special.
0: So we're now in 2021 and you've just signed for Cam's Basso Bikes the UCI women's continental team how did that come about?
1: Um, Yeah so I had I've done a few road races this year and had some quite good results and yeah they were looking for some riders so we had a few conversations and then yeah um got to kind of race with the team and it was it was really good yeah this week um I got to race my first races with them and kind of meet the team and stuff and that was that was a really cool experience and everyone's so nice and I'm just yeah I'm really really happy there actually so it's really nice and it's the first time I've ridden on a team on the road like a, a proper team so it was a bit kind of I was going in I was very nervous about what it was going to be like but everyone was so nice and the whole just the whole setup's really professional but also I didn't feel like there was loads of pressure on me which I for some reason I, I don't know I went in and expected like it was going to be really serious and really kind of a lot of pressure but it was like the opposite everyone just wanted you to do the best that you could and that that meant a lot and it was really nice to go into that environment because they're quite they're one of the biggest teams well if not the biggest in the UK and so to kind of join them I'd seen them on the looking from the outside for so long I was like well they're really you know it looks like a really good setup and it is it's really nice so yeah I feel really lucky
0: that I've been able to join them for the season and you've just ridden the tour series with the team can you talk me through how that went yeah so it went really
1: well we won um but it was definitely a few definitely a few hairy moments um the first round I came ninth so yeah I was really happy with that it's the best that I I've done in kind of a national level crit um but unfortunately we missed the break and the um so we had some good results but we didn't get as high up as we wanted in the team overall because it was done over time um so yeah we were kind of a little bit behind and I think we weren't disappointed because we all did the best rides we could and the girls ride amazing like Meg won and the other girls were just yeah we were all up there and it was really really nice and really positive but yeah I think we were just frustrated that we missed that break in the first round and then the second round I had a puncture so I was I was yeah I was absolutely gutted about that but then again the girls pulled it out and we won the um, team prize on the night and so that put us into second Meg again um did really well in that um so yeah it was just that was just an amazing experience to win that as a team and yeah like just the the buzz that you get from riding with other people as well it was just so nice like everyone puts in 100% in the team because we all wanted the same thing to win so it was really special and then yeah last night uh, it was really crazy, it was, there was, basically there was us and one other team, Pro Noctus, and whichever team won on the night won the overall, so it was so close, we were just one point behind, and coming into the last half lap, there was like three and three, like head to head, and someone crashed round one of the like very last corners, and oh, I was so gutted because I was just behind it, and I thought that their riders had like gone in front of it because I knew two of our girls had gone in front, and I thought that I thought that we were gonna lose gonna lose it because I got stuck behind this crash even though I couldn't do anything about it. It was still you know I just joined the team and I didn't want to let anyone down. But yeah, I crossed, just went as hard as I could to the line, and then I was so upset at the line. I was such I was in such a mess. I don't know why I was just so upset that I thought I'd lost it, and then it turned out we won. And, yeah, it was just the best feeling ever to be part of that team. And, yeah, just racing with the girls and everyone, Everyone, like I said, puts like 110% in and we really motivate each other. Like, it's so nice in the race to be riding with people who are doing so well. Again, Meg took the win, Jess got third. So, like, we were just – it was just an amazing feeling, yeah. And to kind of give back to the sponsors and everyone who was helping us as well because, you know, it means so much to everyone. So, yeah, it was a really good experience and it was really cool to kind of go to my first tour series in the team and win. Um, So, yeah, it was definitely one I'm going to
0: remember for a while. (laughs) What are your plans for the rest of 2021? Um, So it's a little bit unknown at the moment, but my my life's pretty
1: crazy. I don't really know what I'm doing most of the time. But I think the plan is to do a few more road races. I'm racing on Sunday and then a few more of the National Series and then start the cross season in Derby. Um, Hopefully do okay there. And then, yeah, National Crosses, try and get out to Belgium to do some racing as much as I can. Obviously, I don't know what the situation is going to be like with travelling over, but any opportunity, yeah, we're definitely going to get out there. Um, I'd like to ride some World Cups if there's opportunity. But um, yeah, just kind of, it's going to be a bit strange because the, the road season is still crossing over, like National Champs isn't until October. So yeah I'm going to be doing a mix of both till then but I quite like that and I think if you're going well you're going well no matter what the discipline but yeah I definitely need to get on my cross bike soon because course is coming fairly quickly isn't it now <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that but yeah it should be an interesting rest of the year.
0: How do you target certain races and events um when you're racing both road and cross?
1: Yeah I think I just kind of and have a look at the ones I'm doing and see which ones I guess I want to do the best in. I think my heart is my house. I would say my heart. I was going to say my heart's more in cross, but at the moment I'm loving racing on the road. So I think obviously national champs you want to do well. So I think that's kind of one of the focuses. It's at Lincoln, so it's it's a hilly course up the cobbles, um which suits me quite well. I think so. That's definitely going to be something that I'm going to be aiming for. But um, yeah, I just. I guess I just have a look at the races that I want to do well in and just focus on those ones and then anything else I do well in is a bonus but yeah I just I want to do kind of well overall in all the races Um, and then if I can perform at my best in a couple of them then yeah that's great but I just yeah just be the happiest me and get normally I get the best races out of that so that's the plan.
0: What are your goals for the next five years?
1: Yeah that's a really tough question actually um I don't know to be honest I think of my goals is obviously i'm gonna finish my degree in may and then ride my bike um full time for um a year and just see see what happens um over that year and if if things go well and i get to race and i'll continue to do that um and if not i will do a bit of physio and um still race my bike i don't think there's a time i could ever think of i wouldn't race and ride my bike because i just love it so much but i think yeah the next five years in an ideal kind of situation i'll be out racing in belgium uh, doing the doing the cross races and then getting involved in the summer, um, yeah, doing some road races and just trying to get up doing some of the big races. Really, I think there's quite a few races that I would be, did be keen to do. But um, yeah, I try not to think about the um long term too much. I just want to yeah do my best that I'm doing now and always. I always just say if I can get better every year, then that's that's what I'm happy with. So, which the past few years, I I have done that kind of quite well in my results. So yeah, just do, just stay happy, race better, and just, yeah, try and get better all the time, basically, yeah.
0: What's your favourite race you've ever done? I think my
1: my favourite race I've done has got to be Nama World Cup, because it's so, it's so scary, like, it's like, nothing that we have in the uk like there used to be a national trophy at peel park um in bradford and that's the only thing that's come kind of close to it just you watch it on tv and you think oh that looks really hard but until you actually get there and stand at the top of those descents and like the run-ups and stuff it's just it's so tough um but yeah um that's one of my favorite races that i've done i absolutely like love that experience and every time it's kind of i've done it twice and each time it's kind of chewed me up and spat me out so I'm hoping that I'm not finished there and I'll get to go back and yeah put my mark on it a bit more than I have done already but we'll see but yeah that's definitely I like the really tough cross races so
0: yeah is there a race that you haven't done yet that you'd like to do I think something that I would like to do again this is kind of
1: going way way ahead but I think you've got to say that I want to do the like women's pyrube obviously i think that's that's one of the things because we had sickle classic in the uk which is meant to be the uk uk version um which obviously is not nowhere near quite on that level but now that there's yeah now that there's a women's race that's definitely definitely one if you could if there's one race i would like to do it would probably be that yeah
0: where's your favorite place to ride for fun
1: um, my favourite place to ride has uh, got to be Mallorca. Um, yeah, I just spent five weeks there riding my bike, so I can definitely confirm that it's fun. Um, but yeah, um, that's probably why I'm happiest, riding my bike in the sunshine, um, in the mountains. It's definitely, yeah, it's really nice. I'm lucky that I get to spend quite a lot of time there. Um, so yeah, either Mallorca in the sunshine or Yorkshire in the rain, because you can't at
0: home. Who's your favourite current rider?
1: I think my favourite current rider is Lucinda Brand because I love how she rides. Like when you watch her in the cross races and stuff, she's never the one waiting for someone to attack. She always attacks. And I think it's just so cool to watch because even sometimes she makes moves and you're like, no, don't, don't go for it. But she just always, she always does it and she always races as hard as she can. And I think, yeah, that's something definitely that's like, I think it's just so inspiring. She's never... She's never doubts herself. She always goes for it and she always just gives everything all the time. And I think you can see that. And especially when she's racing so strong in the cyclocross and on the road as well. Yeah, it's just so special. And yeah, she's definitely someone that I yeah, she's my favorite current rider.
0: <laughs> and who's your favorite rider of all time? My favorite rider of all time, I think.
1: I'm gonna even though she is still riding, I'm gonna have to say Santa Khan. Because I just love she's just everything like that you kind of dream of being I guess when you're kind of younger I've always looked up to her like she's just that classic Belgian cyclocross rider mm-hmm and she used to yeah i know she hasn't been winning too much recently but i think she's been doing really on the road races so i'm hoping she's on the comeback definitely yeah. but um yeah to win world champs like three times in a row and stuff and i just love sometimes like if she's on when she was on the podium all the time if she was second she would not look happy at all because she wanted to win all the time and i think yeah that's what makes it was quite funny and the people are like oh she should cheer up a bit but i just loved that like if she didn't win she wasn't happy with it and she always wanted to be better than she was and yeah just I just love that she's just she's just Belgian and just yeah she's just such a cool rider and yeah she's really cool yeah. who's your favorite rider
0: oh of all time it's, um, it's tough isn't it <laughs> yeah I think probably uh Laura Kenny because she was the first like prey rider that I sort of knew of when I was little and oh. I looked up to her but I don't do track, but I just... <laughs> yeah, me neither. But no, definitely. I think it's who
1: you've grown up watching definitely like inspires you. So it's cool that you can take that even though you don't ride on the track.
0: <laughs> What's your advice for young riders? I think
1: the advice I would give to young riders is yeah, just have fun on your bike. Like I think spend you can spend a lot of time training hard, but I think one of the most important things is just riding your bike because you enjoy it. And like going out and messing about on the bikes, that's how kind of I started riding just we went out as a family and we had fun and we didn't think about kind of training or anything until I was quite a bit older. And I think that's what made me fall in love with riding bikes. And even now, like if I'm whatever I'm doing in a race and whatever I'm coming in a race, I just love racing and I love riding my bike. And I think that that's got to be kind of the first thing. Um, like obviously winning's great and everyone wants to do well, but I think at the end of the day, I just love riding my bike. And I think that's something that I would definitely say to to younger riders, yeah, to just enjoy it and just do your best all the time. And no one can really ask for anything more than that. So that's the most important thing, yeah.
0: You've got five minutes before you head down to the start for a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated?
1: This is a really tough question for me because I listen to everything. So I think probably I listen to a lot of 80s. Like you can't go wrong with a bit of that. Um, A lot of ABBA, like Mamma Mia, that's definitely in there. But then again, a lot of like kind of rap stuff. So yeah, just the range is so broad and it also depends on the mood I'm in, depending on kind of what I'll listen to. But yeah, anyone who's kind of seen me at a race or um, yeah, has ridden with me at all knows they normally hear me before they can see me. I just love to sing and just I'll just sing with my speaker as loud as I can because I think sometimes that's how I deal with my nerves a bit. Is kind of like if I'm singing really loud or have like got music on, I'm not thinking about the race and thinking about feeling nervous. So, yeah, I will sing to anything and dance and listen to anything. So, yeah, I think just before a race, I'd try and try and do that definitely. And then, yeah, just get on anything kind of upbeat and happy to listen to. So, yeah, what's your favorite song to go to? Oh,
0: I don't know. (laughs) There's just it's so hard, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Just anything upbeat. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah definitely anything that like makes
1: you feel good and gets you kind of motivated i think definitely that's why i like all the advert and the 80s stuff because it's just so yeah so jazzy and just up there yeah it's good fun so
0: <laughs> thank you for joining me today sophie thanks for having me it was great to chat to sophie and talk to her about what ride for charlie means to her i'm so grateful to have a ride for charlie jersey and i love wearing it you can find out more about ride for charlie at rideforcharlie.com. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to share cycling talk podcast with your friends and check out my social media pages on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. See you on the bike.